Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Cap Snap podcast. I am Zach Cisco, along with my host and my friend, Seth Swinton. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. I think uh, what we need to do is our weekly collection level and rank check uh, for all the viewers to follow along with us on our journey. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me your collection level and rank right now? Um, my collection level is currently 1990. Uh, I have 25 cards left in pool three to unlock. And then I'm currently sitting in platinum at rank 55 with three nice. cubes to be exact. <laughs> nice. They're uh they're adding some more to you say pool three, you have 25 more? Yeah. There's gonna be a couple more cards being added to pool three, correct? Yep. <laughs> All right. Just keep just keep making it harder and harder. Um I am basically around the same as everything with you. I am 2,145 collection level, just like a little bit more. And then also just on the rank, I am 59 with one cube right now. So in plat, and I really tried to make a diamond push before this podcast so I could seem cooler to everybody listening. Rub it in but I, that you're no, no, more for the <laughs> other people, more for Johnny at Baxter's, but... <laughs> <laughs> but i couldn't do it so for that i'm sorry uh maybe maybe next week you can check on it and i'll be flying through diamond but anyways let's go ahead and get into this week's episode um last week we did our top three cards that we hated the most in marvel snap um we definitely had some differences on leader and wong and all that bs but uh, this week, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to do our top three favorite cards in Marvel Snap. It could be for any reason, really. It could just be like you like the card. It doesn't have to be good. I know you like your variants. Maybe you just have a variant that you love and you just have to play it. Uh, stuff like that. But uh, you want to go ahead and start us off with your number three favorite card in Marvel Snap? Yeah. Uh, my number three, it's a control card that uh, is surprisingly pretty effective i think um it's professor x oh yeah but also his baby variant with magneto being just very disappointed in him i think is hilarious and i love that card um but yeah i mean daredeviling on two or three and then just seeing that they're not going to play a spot on turn five and just winning it with three power is very nice i didn't even think about putting daredevil with professor x that's amazing super good combo i just randomly dropped professor x so much and <laughs> that's also screws me but i was gonna say if you could guess it correctly that's also feels really that's good. so fun <laughs> i actually considered putting professor x in mind but, uh i probably haven't used him long enough like i said i kind of discovered how funny he was on the deck i talked about last week um and man he is so much fun uh, and I, I don't even get too mad when people use him against me he does not you know it seems like it could be an infuriating card but it's really i haven't been that mad at it um uh, there's still other ways to get power there which i think yeah. is nice like you can claw it or stuff like that and i don't know i don't mind it and i do think it's extremely fun to play so yeah i think that's a good choice and we actually agree on one <laughs> uh, my number three is going to be a one cost, and in my opinion, is probably the best one cost in the game. Can you guess it? There's a lot of one cost, but probably Sunspot. Yep, Sunspot <laughs> is, in my opinion, it's pretty close between him and Nightcrawler, in my opinion. But uh, Sunspot, to me, is the best one drop in the game. I have him in just about every deck. Um, he works for anything. You know, I feel like I play a lot of decks that skip turns or you know have high costs or... Whatever the case, I feel like you can't go wrong with Sunspot. Uh, 
it's just so nice to have a one drop one cost that at the end of the game could all of a sudden have eight power like pretty consistently at least has four and it's just so much value for doing nothing basically you just have extra extra you know you have extra mana to play and you don't want to waste it you just say oh that's okay i got sunspot out it doesn't really matter so that's definitely my number three he's awesome it never feels bad missing like drawing off curve because you just know that at least your energy's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I mean, I feel like I want to be super energy efficient like every turn. And you know, sometimes I'll like, man, do I really want to play this and I have to waste an energy? And if you don't have sunspot on there, then it feels pretty bad. But if you do, it's like, oh, okay, he's gonna get more power. Definitely. Those electros are super annoying though. Oh yeah. Keep, keep an eye out for them because I've seen her a lot the last couple of days. It's super uh-huh. annoying. <laughs> um my number two is and one that I want to play with more and mess around with, but it's Cerebro. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you have him unlocked yet. I do, yeah. <laughs> and I played with him for a little bit when I first got him <clears throat> with him and Silver Surfer, and I did like a whole deck, but I tried too, man. Yeah, and I just I didn't make it work as well as I've seen it work, and I want to try because that card is super interesting to me. Yeah, I have seen some crazy Cerebro decks, and I like I think the exact same. I think it was when Silver Surfer came out, I had Cerebro, and I think we actually talked about it. Maybe that's why we both tried it at probably the same time. But when I tried it, I just could not get it to work very well. Yeah. And uh, I kind of gave up on it pretty quickly. But yes, that card seems like it can do some insane things. I've seen it against... You know, obviously you have to make everybody's power match. Um, so I've seen it with like brood decks and Patriot and all this. So all of a sudden you have, you know, four seven sevens everywhere. Yeah. And it's like it gets insane. And then you can mystique that and just gets more and more. And it's yeah, that seems crazy. Um, so you like it just because of the potential you're saying? Yeah. He's like an actual like one of his variants is cool, but the other ones kind of suck. So he's not a variant like for me. He's actually like a <laughs> card that I think can be very good and in the future will probably be very, very good. Yeah, truthfully, I haven't seen him all that much. Um, but the ones who like understand the deck and like get it right, like they usually crush me. Yeah. So yeah, I can I definitely has potential. It's kind of, you know, like the I just feel like people use Patriot instead of it because it's a little simpler, but Cerebro can do some crazy stuff. Um and also, I guess you don't have to have the cards that don't have abilities with Cerebro. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Like I said, you just got to find that combo and then it just gets out of control. But my number two is one that I, again, I feel like is almost every one of my decks and it works somehow, some way, either with a Jubilee, either with a Dracula now that I'm playing. Um, there's so many ways around his problem, which is you cannot play a card on turn five. Sunspot also helps with that. Uh, is Infinite as my second favorite card. Dropping 20 power anywhere just feels so good. And like I said, there's so many ways around his problem. It's insane. I almost feel like he needs something that makes it like less get aroundable because just pulling it, pulling it out with Jubilee on turn four, you just go, okay, and everybody leaves almost every time. How do, you, <laughs> how do you get around that? You drop 21 power on turn four, and you go, okay, that lane's one. Now what are you going to do? Um, and like I said, recently I've been playing a Dracula deck. I think we'll talk about it later. And it's like, you know, the game's over. You didn't get to play Infinite, but he's 
either one or two cards in your hand, okay, Dracula's got a hundred or fifty percent chance of just changing into a twenty. Yeah. And there's just so many things like that that you can that you can do to get around that problem, and it's just insane. It's so much power in one card. I love the way he looks and a couple of his variants. I he's awesome. Yeah, he's probably my second favorite card in the game. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely a fun card. The Jubilee pull is always just feels amazing. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And then yeah, it's like I actually thought about putting Jubilee like at number three, but I didn't want <laughs> my top three just to be this big combo that I like to do all the time. <laughs> and Jubilee, yeah, Jubilee's up there too, because it's so fun to either pull Infinite, Devil Dino, Hulk, all this stuff, just crazy big cards. But if she makes the game fun, maybe not as consistent as some people like, but like I said, there is ways you can make Infinite pretty consistent without having to. And like I've talked about Sunspot is that way too. Where if, if you do have to skip turn five, you're not just wasting the energy. You're getting five into Sunspot, which can definitely win you games sometimes. I think it makes a it makes them a little flexible to learn. Like, you know, if you need five power to win that thing, it's like, okay, I'll skip this turn basically to win that lane and I'll drop a 20 next lane. Just stuff like that feels so good. And I like the way it looks. So yeah, Infinite's my second favorite card in the game. Yeah, I can definitely see why. <laughs> um my top card is goes with my deck from last week. And I feel like this has to be my top card because I played this deck two or three weeks just in a row. Um it's Hazmat herself. Uh-huh. <laughs> that card is insane. It's super basic. It doesn't seem that strong. And then you just set up the combo around it and it gets wild. And I love it. I think the potential of that card is super cool. And the fact that on the surface, the card just seems so simple and like it doesn't even do that much. But then when the game's over, the opponent just doesn't even know what happened because I've never seen the combo before. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems not just like just simple. It almost seems bad, like just looking at the card. You know, obviously Marvel Snap, you know, actually gave it a buff recently, but like nothing too crazy because they said themselves, it's like, yeah, not performing the best, but people who do know how to play it, it's very good. And that's how yeah. I feel about it. It's just like <laughs> a card that maybe seems like it's hard to get going, but we've seen you get negative 96 to people. So it's like, it can be insane. Like it could just be unwinnable sometimes, like going against it it's uh it's a card i barely see played like barely barely and i think i think that does make it fun for you to kind of be the guy who's playing luke cage hazman people are like those are two cards i don't see very often <laughs> yeah yeah she's cool um i think she looks cool too and uh, uh yeah the variant i have of her is i think the best one <laughs> which is i what? don't even i don't know how to describe it but like her like the her whatever her toxin is is like going from hand to hand and it's like going over her head and her mask is split open and she's like screaming uh-huh. i know yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah that one looks sick <laughs> yeah it's a card i almost never see but i'm glad that you're kind of going around showing people uh it does make it fun and going to my favorite card in marvel snap uh, it's a little surprising when i made this list that this is number one but it really is in like every one of my decks and it's kind of like infinite for me where it's like there's just so many ways to get this card out for very little or no energy at all and that is she hulk it's actually the first card i got with tokens 
Um, I was super excited for it. And when I got it, I was actually a little underwhelmed with it. I don't think I understood all the ways you could use it, but it's another card that's in every one of my decks. And it's like, if you can, you know, skip a turn for the, for uh, Infinite or whatever, like right now, basically playing Magic, the card makes it seven turn game, right? Yep. I skip turn six. And on seven, you could drop She-Hulk and Infinite, and it's just 30 power just all of a sudden. Stuff like that. There's so many ways. Like, you know, she's in my destroy deck now where I have death, and it's like, you know, you moon girl, uh, She-Hulk, and a zero-cost death. And then on on turn on turn six, all of a sudden, and you or you skip turn five and go to turn six for two power, or for two energy, sorry, you get two She-Hulks, 10 power, two deaths, 12 power each. And that's 44 power right there. You still have four energy to play. And yeah. so stuff like that is just ridiculous. You see, I feel like you always need Moon Girl with their four stuff like that, where it's like, if you skip a turn or you just don't use all the energy, you can play two She-Hulks. It's just it's just so much power. And uh, yeah, super fun. I love, I love her mechanic of, you know, going down with, the energy not used and it's another reason sunspot's got to be in my top three i think it's because it's like unused energy just goes to him it's not like you're wasting it necessarily either yeah definitely um yeah i feel like it's super fun i haven't seen too many variants that i love or anything but it's definitely not the variants that i like about her it's her whole mechanic and i feel like she's just a good card actually yeah i feel like a lot of the high cost cards are like pretty balanced and like pretty fair like yeah. they have their downsides to where like you need to do something to play them and but they're still super good at the end of the day yeah i mean 10 power is nothing like too like oppressive i don't think uh, i think if she was like you know regular hulk with 12 i think that would be a little too much 10 feels pretty good for what it does it's just like yeah i mean mostly it's it's the moon girl at one cost and then yeah or sometimes now when i play magic it's zero cost if you skip turn six you know you yeah moon girl that and then you have you play infinite and two she hawks it's just it just gets ridiculous and, definitely uh, it's very fun I, I like these big cards where you kind of find ways to play multiple of them on you know on the last turn to just kind of just win the game and it's super fun she's been like every one of my decks just because she's kind of you know, she she can do so much. She's very dynamic. I feel like she saves you in a lot of situations. So very fun. Of course, play it with Sunspot. Like I said, it's just it's awesome. Those are all say, my decks. Sorry, go I, ahead. I do want to say that I'm surprised Leader is not your number one. I thought you loved that card. Yeah, I love Leader. I've only lost to him <laughs> like four times today. You know, now that we're climbing up a little bit the, the leaderboard, I've seen so many leaders, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Like that would probably that probably be at the top of some people's lists. I'm sure, man. I'm sure everybody <laughs> loves leader. I don't. I don't get it. It can't be a podcast of me just talking about how much I hate leader every time. But <laughs> it's gonna come up. Um, I refuse to buy it. I'm not gonna get it ever. I'll give it back if I get it in a chest. <laughs> give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised leader or Wong is not in yours. Honestly. Uh, Wong definitely has a potential very easily to get up there. Yeah, no, I could, a, I could see that. There's a discard list that people at my shop showed me that they that they built that has Dracula in it, and that's literally the one card I'm waiting for. And as soon as that happens, uh, 
Wong and Dracula will be played together a lot. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So that, does that work? Just because you make sure Apocalypse is the last one in your hand, essentially, or like, yeah. I mean, it's mainly Apocalypse because he comes back with adding four. Right. So you just you put all of your discarding cards into Wong, so all the discards are doubled. Okay, and gotcha. You just essentially guarantee. Yeah, it's like a hundred percent that Dracula hits. Uh, apocalypse yeah okay yeah i've been we'll talk about my deck with dracula that soon i guess but we can let's go ahead and uh talk about our weekly new card that's coming out eventually um i'm not i don't think there's a date for all these cards yet but we do know they're coming out at some point last week we talked about the living tribunal and uh snow guard i know we did have an update on snow guard if you wanted to talk about it yeah um you actually found a content creator that talked about her spirit animals which yeah. was funny enough you texted me about it like the day after we did the podcast i, know, I wish we would have known i didn't i didn't know anything <laughs> about snow guard honestly um i had not even heard of it so then when i saw that i was like oh we actually do kind of know you know what's in it yeah so you found out that she's gonna have three different ones i think it is one yeah. yes yeah uh one of them is a five cost three power uh bear that it has a reveal of give your other cards plus one power. Uh huh. Um, that's pretty good. And if it's all your cards, not just at that location, I think that's like super good. I would have to double check on that. Yeah. Um. The next was a bird. That's three three cost four power that you can move each turn. That's um, pretty dope. That's just like a little vision. Yeah, just a smaller vision. I'm kind of curious. I just feel like moves. I just feel like moves not good. <laughs> it definitely can be. And I, especially those visions, man, I was thinking about it the other day and it's not quite the same, but I've been like loving uh, Captain Marvel and like, you can almost use it as a Captain Marvel. Like that's, you know, has more and more power. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Like obviously Captain Marvel, you don't have to guess where you need to put it. It just goes there, but it's pretty, it's pretty strong. And I guess, I don't know, I guess the one problem is, is you're putting Snow Guard in your move deck, hoping that she turns into the bird because it's no, randomly. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. I just don't, yeah, think, so. I don't think you need to put it in your move deck. I, I see what you're True. saying if you wanted to buff it and stuff, but I don't, I don't think it would hurt to have, you know, a four cost or a four power that you can move anywhere. That's true. And then also, yeah, the bear. And then there's one more. Um, It's a wolf and it's four cost, eight power. Um ongoing minus two power to each other card you have here yeah at just one location yeah so it's eight power that gives minus two for each other card that one can be interesting because that is an ongoing ability we have a future card coming out that removes ongoing abilities yeah so but again like then you're putting snow guard in for a chance i don't know yeah i think ultimately what you said is what it comes down i don't think any of those are necessarily bad like you said, without was it Super Scroll that does that? Or no, that he takes no. ability. Sorry, whatever the uh, one that um... Sauron. I think that's how you say. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, without that, I don't know how good the wolf is. Honestly, I don't know how many lanes you're gonna win with just eight power. Um, I mean, I guess you could just run Luke Cage. Luke Cage says yeah, your stuff can't be true. minus. That's another way around. But it. like you said, in that situation, then you're hoping for yeah the wolf. So it's like I feel like I feel like Snow Guardian is not the best because of that it's like if unless you find a deck that has you know something that synergizes with all three of these cards i'm not really sure it's a very consistent option to put in your deck yeah 
so yeah anyway we just want to let you guys know we found those spirit animals and uh i don't know it made me feel not as good about snow snow guardian or whatever it's called snow guard yeah just um, guard. yeah so anyway we're going to talk about two new cards this week um do you want to go first sure okay um this card speaking of daredevil on two or three and then something on five um are actually because daredevil lets you see five and this card feel like you see six this card's i feel like gonna be wild to pre- even predict that they have it's kang kang the conqueror um just onward. in time for the new ant-man movie yeah uh, <laughs> surprising <laughs> it's like they planned it uh-huh. um five costs zero power on reveal look at what your opponent did then restart the turn without kang that has the potential to be insane it's pretty fun because <laughs> like so on say i have daredevil and on turn five you don't do anything because you're planning like your big infinite she-hulk play and on turn six you do it i flip over kang and then we just restart now i know what you're gonna do so do you change your plan or do you just stick to it yeah it's definitely a mind games card <laughs> it's pretty expensive for a mind games card but it, but actually it's it's essentially nothing right because you just get to redo yeah. the turn Yep. So, I mean, it says it's five, but I mean, essentially you're getting all that energy back and it's not, I mean, it's really a free play to see where your opponents do. There's really no negative for doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what's interesting to me. It's like, it. besides it taking up a card slot, it's really no downside to it. You're not wasting any energy. You can't lose. You can't, you know, there's nothing I'm... that's going to counteract it. Unless it's like a Cosmo or something, maybe. Yeah. I'm curious if, now that I think about it, there's that one location that after every turn adds one power. Uh huh. I guess it's on reveal. I don't know. This card's going to be weird because if this is the first card you say you play, say you're playing in Mr. Negative, right? Uh huh. Turn six, you play this. So he's flipped, obviously. And say like Ironheart's flipped and one other zero cost is flipped. So you play three zero costs, but he's the first one revealed. Does your opponent even see your other two cards? Or is I it as I soon would as doubt he it. flips over? First of all, I don't know why you would play it. You think your on reveals would activate? I don't know. I was I, just was I was I trying to think of did, like in yeah. the turn order, I guess, when it happens. Yeah, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying is if you played Ironheart first, you mean, would you get the on reveal ability and then restart and then you get to do it again? So it's almost no, like a long. Yeah, I'd say no, it'd be if Kang flipped first. Cause like I was just trying to think if your opponent got to see what you were gonna do too. Well, I mean, but in the, in the Ironheart situation, it wouldn't really matter, right? True. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, maybe. But that's a, yeah, any other situation besides the Ironheart or, you know, stuff like that, non-reveal stuff that can, like, maybe buff your stuff first and then you just restart turn five. I'm assuming you wouldn't play anything ever. Like, there's no reason to. Yeah. Because then, like you said, you'd be getting giving information to your opponent. Now, does the Ironheart thing work? I don't know. But if it does, that seems crazy. Imagine it would just be like adding another Wong sort of thing where you just do it again and again. You could set up a Wong, you know, lane, play yeah, that, definitely. play that, play Ironheart, and then Kang the Conqueror on turn five. You use Ironheart's thing or White Tiger, whatever. Yeah. The next turn, play it on the long thing. Just do it again. Just keep going. Just make it even <laughs> more broken. I don't know if they'll let you do that. I don't know what it means by restart. I don't know if it's going to take away that power if I use it. Yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, it it wouldn't, but I don't know. 
we'll see how they do it. Like you said, it's going to be a weird card for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's got potential. I just don't see a lot of downside to it besides taking up a card slot. And sometimes that's fine. You know, sometimes you kind of want like less cards to draw. So like you're going to play that and restart. It's almost like making your deck an 11 size instead of 12 size. Exactly. If you draw that, you could turn it or you can draw it anytime. And then you draw, like, say you have American Chavez or America Chavez in your deck too. It's like you're going to draw the cards you need, most likely. Yeah. Because it's just going to make the percentages of drawing the other cards insane, which I think that's the biggest benefit to me is just like playing a card, restarting the turn. You just get what you need, like, for your combos, basically. I would love that. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm definitely curious how he works and like completely and like how. I'm just curious what he's going to do when he comes yeah. out. I mean, not to mention the mind games like we talked about. It's like it's going to be, you know, do I play the card in the same spot that he already saw? Do I switch it? Do You know, what is he going to do? Can he counter it now that he knows? It's. I mean, it's going to be the more we talk about it, the more like I think that card's actually going to be really strong. Yeah, I think it's going to be insane. Just just the fact that it's like, like I said, you get to play a card, get your energy back. It's I mean, you're going to have access to the other cards that you need a lot more so yeah that's extremely helpful that's why everybody plays america chavez in their deck because you know it gets the percentage of drawing the other cards up because you don't draw her till six definitely so that's just gonna be another one of those that's pretty uh, much yeah it's it's gonna be interesting that's for sure yeah you definitely convinced me that's gonna be extremely strong i didn't even realize that part of it um my card i picked is just extremely confusing and how in the heck they're going to manage this uh kind of the same thing where it's like what are they going to do it's it's a six cost zero power which we'll talk about (laughs) mr negative again um the the mephisto mephisto yep one of those two pronunciations (laughs) um it is six power zero cost so that means you run a mr negative deck it is all of a sudden a zero six um, it doubles your cubes on a win, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you get eight cubes, you have Mephisto, and you win, you get 16, which is so many. That's insane. And it's not even like I was staying before. And again, I always forget about this. I was telling you, I was like, well, it's going to be hard to win if you play a zero drop on six. Like, yeah, Mr. Negative. Oh, yeah, Mr. Negative. <laughs> You can yeah. all of a sudden play him for zero cost at six, and it's actually an advantage him being zero, which is really weird. I have no idea how they're going to manage that. Can you can you moon girl that, and all of a sudden you win 32 cubes? Can you get three copies somehow and win 64 cubes in one one thing? I mean... Hey, what if you just bar sinister it? Play yeah. it at bar sinister and you get four. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> What the heck are they going to do with that card? they got to have a limit on it, right? You can't get 64 or 100 and 128 cubes in one game. I would say, well, the problem is, is as soon as more than one pops up, does it... So you win 16 with one. Right. Does the 16 get doubled? Or is it just two copies of eight gets doubled? Or, Either well, way, still, man. That's still 32. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's the same. And it's just... I mean... There's no way they can let people do that. An additional eight. That's what I meant to say. So yeah. it goes 16 to 24, or does it just jump straight to 32? That's either way, either to way to your point, if you pe- if you play, you know, you have four of them in that location. I mean, what is that, 32? Yeah. That, that's insane. <laughs> that's three levels. 
And like you said, some people are definitely going to try to figure out the best way oh. to run him. It's going to be ridiculous. They're going to be cube hunting. And yeah. like you said, Mr. Negative is coming out and they are going to find the best strategy for them. Maybe that's your Cerebros deck right there. Mr. Negative Cerebros to get all the, you know, zero sixes to what is it? Zero eight at that point. Yeah. They go up to zero eight. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. And then they keep buffing that maybe, you know, just there's going to be ways people are going to find to just get the maximum cubes, especially like in the early ELOs, people are just going to just start crushing people quickly and move up quickly. Just very interesting how the heck they're going to manage that. I don't get it. Um, I thought it was a really cool idea at first, and then the more I think about it, I'm like, that's might be toxic. I don't know. It's it, definitely going to be insane. It seems weird to have a card that helps you go through the ranks like faster, you know? Yeah, because if if it's doubling like how the hazmat deck doubled and we tried yeah. to do the math i know no one knows us trying to do the math but when we sat down and tried to do the math and yeah we got to post that picture somewhere um like if it doubles that way yeah you're gonna win and gain 30 like two plus cubes just for one game it's gonna and be it's more like... than that if it does the hazmat strat i'm at like That's... 120 here yeah it was which it is 12 levels <laughs> yeah that'd be wild just like instantly rank up through from one game yeah, because I mean, of bar sinister and Mephisto. Yeah, yeah and I'm just, I mean, you just win. Somebody quits or something, or you know, I don't know. It's just they don't get what they need. And you get eight. It's like it's wild. I don't know how they're going to manage that. It doesn't say you know any more than that besides doubles your wins. Yeah, and usually things stack in this game. There's nothing, and if they don't, it'll tell you. You know. Yep. Like it'll say only one per whatever, but this does not say that. It's just it doubles, and that mean that in my opinion, that would mean it doubles your double, and then that doubles your doubles your double, and it just keeps going and going. People are gonna abuse the hell out of that, and it's gonna be weird. Definitely, that'll be a weird day. I think. I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, no, I'm definitely it. interested. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm talking about it. It's very weird, but yeah, I have no idea when that's supposed to be or anything, but. That one definitely caught my eye. Um, we can go ahead and talk about... We've had a couple... I don't know if this was the case like last season and stuff. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember them coming out with like a new card every week. Um, That's what they've tried to do since like the game came out. Not uh, like generate a new card, but introduce a new card into the game. Right. Okay. So what were the last... Like last season, can you like tell me some of the Silver Surfer ones that I missed? um not off the top of my head but like um because we talk about it at the shop all the time uh-huh. uh, they like to they try to introduce one new card into the pools once once a week that okay. way like the game stays fresh and everything i really have not noticed that until like the last couple of weeks truthfully yep. <laughs> um i think last week we got shauna and then today actually we just got dazzler yeah, the two new cards, and we got one more next week as well. Um, some of your thoughts on Shauna and Dazzler? Dazzler's interesting for what does what does she do? What's what's her cost? She's a let's go over that. Four cost, four power, ongoing. If you have four cards at each location, plus six power. Um, I think she can be good in anything that spams stuff. So like zoo decks that play a lot of one drops the patriots decks that play a lot of vanillas that like copy each other um i think 
potentially she could be like very good in those decks. And since she's four with Zabu this season, making her only a two, I think that could go very well together. Um, I think she, I think of the two, I like Dazzler more yeah. just because uh, theoretically with Zabu, a two drop 10 powers, like pretty nice. Yeah. And I think Shanna sucks too. But... <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't seem as impactful, I think. Yeah. So I can't, I mean, to each location, I guess. Are they different at each location? Because, I mean, if you flip three sunspots, I guess that feels pretty good. Sure. <laughs> Until the person plays Killmonger, and then it feels very bad. Yeah. Um, That's the other thing. Yeah, Killmonger completely counters her. Or, or I guess, like, what would feel just as bad as flipping three Squirrel Girls. Yep. Because then that's... Screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. The potential of just adding a one-drop is kind of interesting. And again, she's a she's a four cost two power. So again, with Zabu, she could be a two. But I don't know. There's not just I mean, the I don't know, because if you flip three Yondus, I guess that feels pretty good, too. Yeah, I mean, there's I definitely guess... like good one drops you could flip, but there's also bad one drops you could flip. Yeah, and I think so like why I'm not high on her at all. I think anytime you have something that's not consistent, I don't think it's very good, really. Unless you have another way to either make it consistent or make up for its randomness. Uh, I just think, like you said with her, there's too many variables of, you know, this is going to screw me over. Or, like I said, you waste, you play a one drop on turn one, play Sean on turn two, and then Killmonger on three, and everything is gone and all your progress is gone. And then you, then you leave. <laughs> and you retreat, save the cubes. Yeah, because it's like you're gonna play Kazar or something, and it's like just not. To me, she's not worth it. Dazzler is very interesting. I could see Ultron decks getting a huge upgrade. Yeah, just a ten power sitting there because you played Ultron on six. Yep, like <laughs> and Ultron fill the locations. Yeah. Ultron's eight power already, so you know, so the plus six plus the eight that sits you at fourteen, and then say you drop seven, uh, you know, Ultron clones or whatever they're called the robots uh drones then i mean that's seven power and if you have patriot all of a sudden that's 14 plus the other 14 i mean you're at 28 and you can just keep going and going and like those decks are already not that bad in my opinion there's a lot of people that can really get those going um i kind of i did play one this season for a little bit with sabu and they're definitely gonna be pretty good and she's just yeah she definitely was gonna be a staple in those decks i think i agree and I just don't see Shauna's place really. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what I'm curious what people are going to do with her. I could see, like you said, like a zoo deck with Gazar or something. That's I could see her going in your own destroy deck. You add three one drops to kill yeah. Killmonger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's I great. can see that. Oh, that's good. I mean, that is a, a pretty good sack outlet, I guess, for you. That's not bad. That would be the only thing I could see really. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna lick my lips if I'm playing my destroyed deck and I see somebody play one, and <laughs> that's true. I'm gonna love that, but as far as yeah, besides that, I don't know what she's gonna be, and that's gonna be super helpful. But Dazzler's interesting if you want to run those kind of other decks that we're talking about, so I definitely don't mind her at all. So, nah, we're gonna eat our words on that watch. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope not. <laughs> and lastly. We went over our deck last week. Um, this week, I kind of want to go over every card maybe in the deck and why we like it and the combo of how to make it good. Maybe a 
maybe we can post it on our TikTok or Instagram or whatever we're going to do so people can see the deck and, you know, maybe try it themselves if they're there. Um, today, my deck does kind of have some, you know, late cards. It might not be super accessible for everybody. I don't know if you chose one like that as well. Um, yeah. You did? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So this one's for the for the, for the later collection level people for sure, but that's okay. Uh, maybe we'll try to do a lower one next week or something. Um, but I just want to talk about, you know, my favorite every week. You know, I feel like I do play new decks quite often, but I'm love I'm loving this deck, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, but if you want to go ahead and start us off with what deck you're playing right now and how it works first, you yeah, can go for ahead sure. and do that. Um, I got this deck list from a guy that comes in and plays at Baxter's all the time. Shout out to MacGyver. He calls it Zabu Zola. That's what he titled oh, nice. it. Um, he made this deck list like as soon as he got Zabu and just played the shit out of it and was really liking it. And I finally got, um, I finally finished the battle pass, so I started using the variant Zabu Zola. So I started playing it. Um, it's nothing like too crazy. I mean, the combo is super basic. There's just a lot of extra combos, I guess, to like if yours doesn't work, you can do something else. So the deck list. Sunspot, Forge, Psylocke, Zabu, Wave, Wong, Shang-Chi, uh, Taskmaster, White Tiger, Black Panther, Armenzola, and Odin. So one caveat to this list is he doesn't run Taskmaster. He runs Absorbing Man, which is another four draft for Zabu. Um, I don't have Absorbing Man, and I just got Taskmaster. As you guys remember, I was tired of not having that card. He came through my shop. I pinned him, and I bought him. Um, <laughs> and now you but... love him. <laughs> yeah, he's actually really fun. Um, That'll be me as leader in like a year. <laughs> he's another just like good backup plan. So the combo of the deck is <clears throat> literally super simple. Uh, Sunspot on one. Really, you don't have to do anything after that until four. You, I mean... It's super simple. You can sunspot on one. You probably want to try to play Zabu on three, correct? Yeah, you can. If you draw him early, you can. Sure. Um, but if you see him late, like he's not like crucial. Okay. So like super, super basic is sunspot on one, pass two and three, and then you can Wong on four, Black Panther on five, and Armenzola where Wong and Black Panther are on six. And if RNG is in your favor, Armin Zola will kill Wong first, go to the other two locations, oh my gosh. and then kill Black Panther. Oh so my gosh. he's already at, so he's revealed twice first uh -huh. by himself. So he's sitting at 16. But he goes and then to he 32 goes, no matter what, right? The first time, yeah. <laughs> but so that's if, what I'm if, saying. So even if you don't get Wong first, he's still yeah. at 32, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How do you lose so, with that <laughs> uh drawing bad that's literally the only way um, because sorry go ahead because if you do get wong first tell me what happens oh yeah so if you get wong first and he goes to the two locations black panther just triggers two more times each at each location so, so he'll go to yeah so we'll go to 32 then 64 so you just added 64 power 66 power technically with wong to, to two locations. locations yeah wow yeah that is disgusting Shout out to MacGyver. That's a good deck. <laughs> but I mean, then there's stuff like just the classic Wong, White Tiger, Odin combo in there. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. you just have tigers Backups. everywhere. Yeah. Um, the reason I like Taskmaster in it, because if you can at least get Wong and Black Panther, Black Panther goes to 16, and then you can just Taskmaster 
also another location to get to 16. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that's another reason I like Taskmaster. Uh, I think that's the deck is like a lot of fun, honestly. Don't get me wrong. It's, oh, a, it good, it's like a great it. time. Um, yes, you can Psylocke turn two to get Wong out a turn early. Um, and then you can like, so say you Wong turn three, I guess wave turn four just to have three extra power. And then the combo is the same after that. Like there's other stuff you could do. And so it all depends on what your hand is, but that's the super basic combo of it. Yeah, no, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, disgusting. If you get your ideal situation, I like the, yeah, I definitely like the backup plans you have of the white tiger, Odin Wong, the BS that a lot of people play. It's nice. (laughs) It's nice that that's not what you're looking for. Like most people do. I feel like that's pretty, that's pretty clever. I know I've definitely seen people that have like Black Panther plays that you go, oh my gosh, he's so big, so fast. Yeah, um, it gets crazy. Yeah, it, it, anytime you're doubling something and you can get it out more than once, it just gets out of hand. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Deck. I honestly, I don't have, I'm missing too many cards to play it, but I would love to. Um, I don't have Psylocke or Wave or Wong. So yeah, I'm I can't play it. <laughs> that sounds and very I, interesting. I guess as as if anybody played the Black Panther Battle Pass, that's the only that I run. That's the only pool five card right now. He's gonna go down to pool four. Um, and everything else is pool three. So if you're been lucky in your collection level, you could have all these cards. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, besides Absorbing Man, because Absorbing Man's collection four and I don't. But you don't have but you don't have them either, right? Yeah. 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 No. Oh, no, that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that deck. I would definitely like to try it. There's a lot of good cards in there. Like I would love to have Psylocke and Wave, honestly. They would help me for a lot of the cards I play. Um dude, Psylocke is so good. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I know Wave can be super good too. Um all right, so the deck I've been running this week and still pretty new. And I got to give a shout out to the YouTuber. His name is Cozy Snaps, which is ironic. That's my nickname. But anyway. <laughs> um but I like watching him. He does he does a lot of experiments, and uh, I followed most of his deck lists for this deck. I definitely threw in my own stuff too, but um, he calls it uh, post-credits, the name of the deck, because it almost seems like you're going to lose, and then right after you know turn six ends, or turn seven in this case, for most of the time ends, all of a sudden a bunch of stuff happens on your side, and you win the game, and it's very frustrating for the other people, and it feels so good to just... Win. So he calls it post credits. I, I named it Cube Snatcher because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to climb with it. But uh, the deck list is Sunspot Armor, Nakia, Zabu, Dracula, Shang Chi, Moon Girl, Magic, Captain Marvel, America Chavez, She Hulk, and the Infinite. Now I like this deck uh, because you're there's so many different win conditions that you could pivot to which I don't think I've ever had a deck like that. I think I look for one or two that, you know, maybe you'll win on, on the second option. But this one has, like, so many different options. And I think what you're really looking for is, but you like you said, if you draw bad, you're kind of in trouble. Kind of the same situation here. Like, you want to start with magic in your hand. And it's also really interesting. You have to look. This is a mechanic I've never had to do in a deck. Not only you have to look at your starting hand, but you have to look at where they are in your starting hand. Because of Nakia. Yeah. Um, so like you want Captain Marvel and either She-Hulk or Infinite. Um specifically you really want Captain Marvel there. 
but uh just to power up you know the two leftmost on your on your left in your hand so like you know you want captain marvel at eight and like looking for other ways to boost her and stuff because you get that and you moon girl you know to two captain marvels at eight and get them both out there it's it's pretty fun it's one way to win uh, i think the most like like the best way to win in my opinion is kind of what we talked about with like my favorite cards and stuff as you play magic on uh turn five you skip turn six and before you do that you moon girl on turn four with uh like if you say you nakia on turn three um you get moon girl on turn four and uh if nakia had upgraded she hulk or infinite either way um preferably she hulk because you get more but on your moon girl that and then you have two she hulks and infinite you skip turn six you have two she hulks that are zero twelves and infinite that is a 20 power and you still have one to play if you have a sunspot but it's just insane to get out 44 power on turn seven and it's like and if you can get captain marvel in there somehow or whatever it's like it's crazy. I added Dracula to this. Um, I know you're talking about him earlier just because it's also another win condition where like I almost always place him. Like I try to get Zabu out there so I can play Dracula, Moon Girl, and Shang-Chi at some point. Yeah. It's very helpful. But yeah, Dracula is another win condition where you just place him for two power usually. And uh if it's close or something, then all of a sudden you you'd say you can't get your infinite out, you're usually gonna have a couple cards in your hand and it's usually america chavez and infinite so it's like your dracula is going to get nine or 20 at the end too which is another way to win at the end you know Definitely. so it's a little complicated i know i'm kind of all over the place but there's uh there's a lot of ways to win which i think is super fun and uh it's been fun kind of learning it like i remember when i first tried it i'd lost so many cubes <laughs> and re- recently it's been like the other way, I've been winning a lot, and I'm understanding it better, and we'll have to keep going. You'll have to try it sometime and tell me how to pilot it better. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me get the cards first, but I would love to. Well, you'll have to watch me then, and then do it. <laughs> I feel like every time we go over it together, you definitely help me a lot. Like that Orca deck that I talked about last week, I feel like you've made me play it way better. So yeah, we gotta go, we got to go over it a couple times. For yeah. sure, it's a little complicated, but a lot of win comp, a lot of win conditions, and I love that. It's really fun, and I've, yeah. a lot of cards I've never used, like Dracula, is really fun. Um, I've never used Nakia. I've never used Magic, who I'm loving. Yeah, Magic's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm loving Magic. Um, I bought Captain Marvel in the token shop and never had a place for her. I don't know why I bought her, and now finally I found a place for her. So it's very fun. Yeah, she was also on a list that I, she was in that Cerebro Silver Surfer list. Actually, I talked about earlier. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, and then I got my two. Actually, all three of my favorite cards are in this deck too. So yeah, there's a, there's a reason <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but that's the deck. Try it out. You guys, let me know how to use it because I'm sure I sounded like I was all over the place, but I swear I kind of get it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for episode two of the No Snap Cap podcast. Or sorry, No Cap Snap. <laughs> I messed that up. Um, that's going to do it for episode two of the no cap snap podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. We had a pretty good, uh, pretty good turnout on episode one. And, uh, we're going to kind of try to extend the content. I know we're 
looking to get into TikTok here and post some of our games and stuff and you know a place where people can ask questions and everything we'll probably have an instagram and uh just just hopefully we can get videos out there of us actually playing games and showing you guys how to use the cards and you guys telling us how to use the cards more more likely true <laughs> especially me <laughs> all right seth we're gonna do our weekly collection and rank check next week so make sure we get on it oh yeah we'll uh definitely try to climb my best all right everybody remember <laughs> to always snap before turn one and have a good one